Hey everybody, welcome to the Single Tracks Podcast. Today it's me, Jeff, and I'm here with Aaron and Greg, and today we're going to be talking about mountain biking in Pisgah. So Pisgah is a name that most mountain bikers have heard of, but if you're not from the East Coast, you might not know exactly what Pisgah is or what it's all about. So I wanted to start off by asking, what is Pisgah? Is it a town, a trail, a place to ride your bike? It's kind of all of those things, Jeff. Um, I guess technically it's a half million acre uh, national forest in far western North Carolina. And it's basically the East Coast mecca for mountain biking right now. So kind of like we named Moab as the uh, national mountain bike capital. I guess you could almost say that Pisgah and the the area around there is our is our east coast capital it's a huge national fort it's kind of shaped like a horseshoe but it runs diagonally from the southwest to the to the northeast and um, Asheville it more or less splits the forest in half and it's also the uh, the biggest city in the region there yeah so I was going to ask what towns are closest to Pisgah National Forest so Aaron already mentioned Asheville. That's the closest major town. But one of the critical sort of mountain bike destination towns is Brevard. And that's really close to Asheville. But it's uh, it's about 30 miles or so south of the big city. And it's nestled like right in among the trails. So that's an excellent spot to you know, base your mountain bike adventure out of. Um, another smaller one, which is in a different part of this massive national forest, is Black Mountain. There's not nearly as many amenities in Black Mountain, but it sort of services a whole different network of trails that's more in the east-northeast portion of the forest, whereas Brevard would be more in like the south-southwest portion. How would you guys describe the trails in Pisgah? What about like the sort of the topography and natural features and that sort of thing? The general topography are steep Appalachian mountains, and these are actually some of the biggest mountains in the Appalachian range. Mount Mitchell in North Carolina is the tallest mountain on the East Coast, so these are uh, you know as big as it gets in the U.S. Aside from going to the Rockies, so we're talking legit terrain. But the elevation changes are in general really fast. So you know these mountains might not be as steep as the Rockies, or they might not be as tall, but they're really steep. So the trails tend to go straight up and straight down these uh, big old mountains. So you're talking steep, tough trails. And as a result, you know, generally you do a lot of hike biking in Pisgah National Forest, or at least I do. Maybe you're just way stronger than me, but uh, I, I tend to push my bike a lot on the way up. Sometimes you can like set up a good route with a good like dirt road climb or something that'll allow you to pedal. Um, but, you know, these mountains are no joke. So when it comes to the trails themselves, as a result, you know, these are these are old trails here. I mean, a lot of these trails were, you know, historic trails that people don't even remember when they were first built. Like um, a lot of them came down even from Native Americans um, because of like the long history in this area. Pisgah National Forest is home to the Cradle of Forestry. Hopefully I got that name right. But essentially what that means is like <laughs> there's a lot of the forest service and environmental movement across the nation and um, began basically in Pisgah. Um, so the U.S. Forest Service, I mean, this is like the heart of it, the home. So this national forest is extremely old, and so are the trails. So you're talking old classic um, mountain bike trails or 
you know, not even mountain bike trails. So as a result, they're super steep, lots of rocks, drops, ruts, washouts, roots, gnar, chunder, baby heads. I mean, every possible natural obstacle that you could fathom, you're going to find on these trails. They are absolutely no joke. When you try to classify the riding style, despite being in the east, you know, I would say it's sort of like on the all mountain enduro end of the spectrum. Most of the dudes in Pisgah ride six inch travel, like burly bikes. You can always get away with something less, but I I have no desire to ride Pisca on anything less than a full suspension bike of some sort. That's just me. Maybe you're way more hardcore. There are plenty of people I do rigid single speeding in Pisca, but I'm not one of them. Man, that description uh, made me want to go ride there. Yeah, for <laughs> it's real. It got me stoked to ride. Dude, it's it's pretty rad, man. It's a good time. It is. It's just so it's so steep going up and down. I mean, you really hit the nail on the head there. And the trails, uh, you know, being that they're so old, they're also really remote. You know, they uh, don't get a ton of maintenance done on them because they're really hard to get to. You know, you're not going to hike hike back in the woods with a chainsaw, you know, 10-plus miles to chop a tree down so you'll never know what you're going to see on the on a ride in Pisgah. There are probably I mean easily hundreds and hundreds of miles of single track out in the forest. Um, Some more used by mountain bikers than others. Um, A lot of it too is wilderness areas so you do have to be careful about which trails uh, you choose to ride out there. Some are hike only um, because like Greg said a lot of these are really old trails and have various user groups that use them. In terms of scenery, I would describe the scenery as, I mean, obviously it's a, I mean, it's a rainforest basically. Uh, So it's a temperate rainforest. It doesn't get a lot of snow in the winter, um, but the, there is a good bit of precipitation throughout the year. Um, Tons. And as a result of that, there really aren't, it's not like the West where you get a lot of views, a lot of open spaces and things. You're deep in the woods pretty much the entire time there are a few trails where you know there might be a view that opens up but those are pretty rare and and those are the trails those are special trails you know you always see pictures when people pop out at one of those places because it's really the scenery is really awesome when you get a glimpse of it um, but it is kind of hidden sort of like if you're familiar with riding in like the pacific northwest um, to me it's very similar Because it's a rainforest, there's also a lot of creeks and waterfalls and things like that. So waterfalls, fun to look at, creeks, you're going to do a lot of creek crossings and you're going to get wet and muddy most times when you ride in Pisgah. The good thing is the trails drain pretty well, so they're used to getting rain and getting people going through them. Because they're rocky and rooty in a lot of places, um, they do tend to ride pretty well even when it's wet. So I think we covered what Pisgah is like. Um, so I want to talk about some standout trails and trail systems in the area. What are some of you guys' favorite places to ride? And what are some places that mountain bikers don't want to miss if they head out to Pisgah? So one of the marquee rides is probably the Black Mountain Trail. Um, personally, I think it's one of the marquee rides because it's one of the most accessible in the forest. Um, it is right sort of on the forest edge, like right out of Brevard. So you can get to it pretty easily. You can probably pedal there from town. And it is a long, chunky um, beast of a trail. So it's sort of iconic Pisgah. Once you've ridden Black Mountain, you sort of have an idea of what all the backcountry riding in Pisgah National Forest is going to be like. One of my things that I don't like as much about Black Mountain is you can sort of 
loop part of it with the dirt road, but um, unless you're in massive loop, you know, it's more or less an out and back, which is like, a, again, it's like a long push up and a really good ride back down. Um, sort of keeping on the classic Pisca end, one that I prefer more than that is the, the Laurel Mountain Pilot Rock Ride. And now you sort of have to use some dirt road to loop it, but you can turn that ride into a great loop. Just some excellent ridgeline single track, just burly descending. Um, if you add in Pilot Cove, you know you can get a pretty epic view off of one of the few like rock outcroppings that Jeff was talking about, and then loop it with the dirt road. The only reason I think like that's not more ridden is because it's out in the middle of nowhere, sort of. Yeah, I can definitely vouch for Pilot being awesome. That That's a trail where you actually do get some really amazing views because a large chunk of the top of it, you're out on this granite outcropping. So you do get do get an amazing view of the mountains in the western North Carolina there. One of the few trail systems that I'm aware of in the Pisgah area where the trails aren't super technical and the climbs aren't huge is an area called Bent Creek. And in Bent Creek, they have about 25 or 30 miles of trails. Um, the the most famous one in the trail system, it's a network, um, but the most famous one is probably Greens Lick, which is a really fun descent, really fast. Bent Creek is a good place to bring sort of a group of, you know, intermediate to, I don't know, maybe even beginner riders. Um, there's a campground there, just a really pretty area um, that's got a lot of good riding. Yeah, and then over on the northeast side of the forest, so the town of Black Mountain, which I know can be confusing because Greg was just referencing a trail that's in Brevard called Black Mountain, but there's a town also of the same name. Um, and there's trails like Kitsuma, Star Gap, and Heartbreak Ridge, which are all part of a, a really big race there every summer called the Off-Road Assault on Mount Mitchell which uh, Mount Mitchell, as Greg mentioned, is the tallest peak east of the Mississippi. And it's I think it's over, over 6,000 feet. So it's a big mountain. Um, but th- that's a really probably slightly um, less ridden or less well-known side of, uh, side of Pisgah. Um, but really, really good trails as well. I mean, it's just the you know, same classic, really rugged, steep up, steep down technical riding that you're going to find on the Brevard side. One honorable mention. So this trail system technically isn't in Pisgah National Forest. However, it is um, is Brevard proper. So it's you know just a few miles out of Brevard, and it's probably one of the best ridden trail networks in the area, and that's DuPont State Forest. Long story short, there's a ton of trail in DuPont. You, know, um, you can do all-day epic rides there. But a lot of the trail in DuPont is sort of similar to Bent Creek. It's not as gnarly as um, most of Pisgah, which makes it appealing to some beginner riders. However, there are still some really technical trails there that climb up and over these massive East Coast slick rock balds, which are pretty unique and fantastic. And again, since it's on the top of this rock bald face mountain, you get some pretty epic views off the top of DuPont. It's so much fun. The trails, are, it's great. Like you said, they're a little a little bit more tame, so it's great for a recovery day. If you've been you know, been riding in Pisgah and had a few big rides, it's nice to go do something that you know, you're not going to be pushing your bike up a mountain for an hour or more. And definitely it's one of those places you want to bring a map or go with someone yes. who knows. <laughs> yeah, Greg mentioned there are a lot of trails. I think the last I saw there were 100 named trails in the system, and 
yeah, it's just a spider web mess. Yeah. So. Every 50 yards of trail has a name <laughs> out there. I had a map when I rode there, and I still did a lot of wandering around. You know, If you can yes. find a local, that's definitely the way to do it. Yeah, all right, so you're not pulling out your map at every intersection. <laughs> just go right. <laughs> so we talked about several good trail systems, and there are a lot of really big backcountry rides in Pisgah. But what about bike parks? Are there any lift service bike parks in the area that people should be aware of? Well, there's a, a couple that I know of. There's uh, Beach Mountain Resort, which is, you know, they, they have snowboarding and skiing in the winter. That's kind of near Boone, so that's the extreme northeast uh side of the the of pisgah forest that's about a two-hour drive from Asheville. um and then there's a new one which i've not been to yet it's called bailey mountain bike park and that's just north of Asheville. um and it's not lift service I mean, they have a shuttle service so they don't have chair lifts it's not i think they have it's about a thousand vertical foot drop that they have there but uh it's a place that Nico Mullally has been building some trails since he's now is a World Cup downhill racer that's now living in the Brevard area. Um, so he's been building some really amazing looking trails there. So I'm hopefully going to make a trip up there at some point this summer to check it out. Are there other shuttle services in the area or outfitters or rental companies that people should know about? There's a ton of bike shops in the region, Asheville in particular, but two shops that I'm most familiar with are actually in Brevard, and it's the Hub and Sycamore Cycles, and they're pretty much across the street from each other, so um, it's, you know, you have your choice of where you want to go. The Hub rents Santa Cruz, Giant, Ibis, and Evil Bikes, and Sycamore Cycles rents Specialized Trek and Yeti Bikes, so, I mean, between... Those two shops, you can, if you're coming to town and you can't bring your bike with you, you can definitely ride a really sweet bike, you know, for 75 bucks a day or so. And then you have uh, the bike farm, which is uh, in that area, and they have uh, some trails on their property, as well as offering some shuttle services and some guiding services in Pisgah. You can camp at the bike farm too, right? Yeah, they actually have these pretty sweet, like, almost like army camp tents i guess they're you know these huge you know four walled tents that you can stand up in and like a dozen people can sleep in and they're <laughs> built up on these wooden platforms so it's pretty pretty sweet looking it's yeah glamping i guess is what they call it <laughs> glamorous camping love it <laughs> <laughs> so so what is the best time of year to visit pisgah spring or fall you know, being in it, that's a rainforest, it gets it gets hot in the summer. And being that the mountains are so tall, you can still possibly get snow and some pretty wet conditions in the winter. So, but out of spring or fall, my choice would definitely be fall. You're less likely to get rained on in the fall, it sort of dries out a little bit. Um, and the fall colors in Pisgah are are just incredible. You really can't beat the fall colors that you get in the Appalachians with the deciduous forests and it's hard to explain it until you actually see it. It's pretty gorgeous. So I'll go in the fall. Do it. October. Way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Go ride the Cedar Rock Trail in uh, DuPont up on the big granite. And yeah, looking out over the forest with the fall colors up there is just, it's incredible. Yeah. Fall is definitely my favorite time of year up there for sure. Mm-hmm. 
So beyond mountain biking, what else is there to do in the Pisgah area? I know that Asheville is a big outdoor town, so there's a lot of outdoor activities, breweries and hiking and whitewater rafting. What, what are some of the things you guys like to do up there? Beer drinking. But in all seriousness, <laughs> the, the craft beer scene in Asheville and Brevard is off the chain. I mean, it's been um, incredible for many, many years. There's tons of local breweries that are putting out great beer, um, but some of the large-ish craft breweries are also putting in their um, their East Coast divisions in that region. So you have Oscar Blues, Sierra Nevada, um, and a few others that are coming into that region. So if you're into really good beer and sampling lots of different types, um, it's hard to beat Asheville Brevard on the East Coast. Yeah, and there are also a lot of bike mountain bike companies that are based in the area. So you have like Cane Creek and Industry 9, and obviously it's the – you know, the quality of the trails and just the lifestyle um, in that area, it's, it's really hard to beat on the East Coast. Finally, for anyone who's thinking about planning a trip to Pisgah um, from, say, the West Coast or another part of the country, um, it's not obvious, at least to me anyway, it wouldn't be obvious how you could get there because it's not near any big city or anything. We don't have like a front range kind of situation like in Colorado. Um, where they're, you know, big cities close to the mountains. So um, best bet is usually going to be to fly into like Charlotte, which it's about a two hour drive from Charlotte. Um, so yeah, you're gonna have to rent a car and possibly rent bikes out there as well. Um, and then you could also fly into Atlanta. Atlanta is about a three hour, three plus hour drive to Pisgah. Um, so that's, that's a good choice as well. You can fly in and out of Asheville if you so choose, but it's going to be a smaller airport with probably higher prices. Good point. Asheville does have an airport, but it is small. Not a lot of connections. Cool. Well, so this is this has been fun talking about Pisgah. I'm getting stoked. We're, the Single Tracks team is actually meeting in Pisgah in just a few weeks uh, for our annual get-together. So we'll definitely be writing about that and posting photos so be sure to keep up on single tracks that's all we have for this week thanks for joining us peace